The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Melodramatic Teen Universe. Yes, another week. You've made it. Welcome back. We love you. We missed you. And we're so excited to dish about all the best teen dramas of the 90s and 2000s. But today, we're not going to be talking about a couple of different teen dramas. We're going to be focusing on what I would say is probably the OG teen drama, like really redefined the genre in a lot of ways. And that is, of course, Dawson's Creek, which, you know, as we've discussed before, like Dawson really wasn't the lead there, but like that's that's for another time. Today, I'm going to be talking to two comedians who, and we will ask them about this, don't have a ton of context as to the creek. They're not one, they're not friends of ours on the creek, but they are brilliant and amazing. And they have done some homework in watching the incredible episode Detention from season one of Dawson's Creek, which we will be discussing ad nauseum. So strap in, get excited, and let me begin by introducing my first guest, the incredible Caitlin Reese. Caitlin. Hey. What up? How are you? Did you like that intro? Yes. Was that amazing? I feel like I really had my like 90s Janine Garofalo radio host on right now. <laughs> that's a that's a great like callback. Like, yeah. The truth about cats and dogs, that's what I'm really into. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day treating you? Uh, great. I'm just uh, going into the woods, listening to metal again. That's how I've been spending COVID. <laughs> what is your like metal genre? Because I know there's a lot of like sub genres in the metal world. Yeah, I'd say like probably like post hardcore. So like there's still like some melodic beatdowns in the songs, but like it's revved up t- to being like pretty intense. It's funny though, the band I've been listening to a lot is actually called Isis. And <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Did they come first or? <laughs> the band came before the terrorist group, I think. They've been believe. around since like, I, I don't want to give out my age. But... Great. Okay. So you are Googling ISIS metal. Um, great, great, great. So that's a day. That's definitely like a mood. I have some teen characters that I think you'd really appreciate. <laughs> Uh, all right. And before we get too deep into Isis, the metal band, I think it's important we bring in our next guest because I think she's going to have some hot takes on this and many other things. Please welcome the incredible Brittany Brave. Hello. Hi. You hello. look fully giddy at Isis, the metal band. I do. I do. I was like, oh, my God, when life imitates art and art imitates life. We oh, love God. It. It's just the cycle, you know. We absolutely love it. I feel like uh, the next big band is going to be Murder Hornets. Uh <laughs> I mean, I feel like Murder Hornets already is a band. It must be. It probably is. I saw a pretty good, God, I think it was a TikTok, which like, how often can I bring up TikTok in my life? I don't know. Let's keep doing it. Of like, my impression of the guy creating the simulation we're all living on. And it was just like a dude spilling coffee all over his laptop and being like, fuck. Yeah. You're like, that's about it. That's summed up uh, 2020, I feel. That's what's happening. Brittany, how's your day? It's good. It's good. I'm in um I'm in Miami, Florida. Um, it's it's humid and disgusting down here. It's actually pretty humid in New York right now. I know, Caitlin, you've been like in the woods with like Rapunzel, so you probably don't have as much humidity there. But like, it's quite humid in the city as well. I feel like summer in New York. You, if you walk around the city, it feels like you're living inside someone's mouth. Like, mm. yeah, but yeah. like not a friendly mouth. No, like, it's reeking with gingivitis, and I guess yeah. now Corona. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of those classic <laughs> mouths full of Corona and gingivitis. <laughs> right, You're just exactly. like a tiny little person living underneath a tooth in exactly. a 400-square-foot apartment. Yeah, And that's... it's like everyone in New York, and then they're rotting away slowly. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, yeah, no, yeah, that is how I feel. Caitlin. It's hard to catch a breeze in New York. I've been coming into the city for a hookup and uh, it's, I feel like whenever I'm there, it's just like an armpit because you're just stuck between buildings. There's no like real open air. Yeah, there's no air circulation. Well, it's also because like you can only see people outside and I'm like, truly for July and August, my go-to was like, we're going to go sit in a freezing cold movie theater. We're going to get one ticket. We're going to go to four movies. We're going to fill soda cups with whiskey and we're going to have a fucking day. Like that's... That's my go-to activity for the summer. And people are like, let's go outdoor dine. And I'm like, bitch, my chub rub does not support your lifestyle. So <laughs> I have happening. to um 
Kayla, when you said you're coming to the city for a hookup, I have to ask because I'm I'm on a I have not broken my spell yet. Like I, I was like holding out hope. I was like, what's gonna reopen first, the states or my legs? And it's it's been the states. Um, so how how is it? How I don't is know sex- if I find I was about to be like, that's surprising. And then I was like, not that you're a whore. I just feel like no, I, I thought it would I be am. endless. That. I am like for 100% am. I'm okay falling on that sword and hoping it's a dick. No, but how is because I felt like we all went so long, like stuck inside and just masturbating. I was like, sex is going to make the greatest comeback in sports history. So like, how is how is post course? It's, it's intense because it's like, you have to, I have to ask people, when is the last time you kiss someone? Like I'm going on dates, literally like interrogating people about very wholesome activities, like a psycho. Cause I'm like, I need to know if you're worth going to the hospital over. And so also it's really weird. Cause like, I'm also negotiating being monogamous, even when I'm like, I was just hooking up with someone who's poly and like, I was just the other person coming over when their wife wasn't home, but they were both working from home. And the other person that that uh, the wife was was also fucking outside of their marriage. Everyone was like working from home, but I have to like ask these insane questions about like who are you exposed to and like what is my exposure. It feels like it's a- enti- well, I talked to a friend who's hooking up with somebody and was like, it's just moving very quickly because by default, like it has to be monogamous. Like it's actually like I would be much more upset if he was lying to me about what he was doing than if like my husband was lying. Like in normal circumstances. Yeah. I will say I also have a friend that fully created like a sex pod in the poly situation. Like it was like a 10 person pod and everybody could fuck everybody in the pod. Yeah. But it was like just for fucking. Yeah. That's also very efficient. That's incredibly. Like just like get it done. But I was also like, I don't want to feel obligated to fuck all nine people that I'm in the pod with if I only want to fuck one of them. You know what I mean? Like I was like, that's that's a little tricky because I feel like it's difficult to have those pod conversations when you're like. I think you're nasty. Yeah. This feels like it's on the brink of being love is blind, but better. Like they're all on a pod. <laughs> they do know what each other looks like. It's the circle, <laughs> but they're all naked in one room. That's... Yeah, yeah, truly. Relationships actually stand a chance at working out, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I would say that. All right, well, let's get into some teen drums. Yes. A different time in our lives. Okay, first of all, let me ask, we're going to get into which character are you, but I guess first and foremost, Brittany... Why don't you tell me your history with teen dramas, Dawson's Creek specifically? Like, had you heard of it? Like, what did you know? Where are you coming from? I I totally heard of Dawson's Creek, but I don't think I actually watched an episode until being invited onto this podcast. So it, it was one of, this episode was a lot. It was <laughs> a lot. And I feel um like when I was in like AP English, they should have like given us this to dissect. Cause I, I'm coming at it like about to turn 30 and I'm like, I see the themes, I see the layers. There I are see, motifs for sure. There are there are some strong motifs. I would have written like my finals essay on this. <laughs> I mean, nothing would make Kevin Williamson happier, I promise you that. Really? No, I Dawson's was one that I didn't because I feel like as if it was like on before I really hit the stride of my teen years. So like yeah. for me, my teen drama was Degrassi. Yeah. Like that was the one that I like was like really or like my so-called life too. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Which were very uh, similar tonally. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I would say Felicity is borderline in that tone as well. Yep. All of yeah. them. All of those. Um, and like, you know, um, Powerpuff Girls was a little bit of teen drama, too. I actually... I don't oh, yeah. Know. Just a tad. Yeah, I I go through... I only have three modes, and it's Bubbles, Blossom, and Buttercup. That's okay, amazing. Well, that's when we get into teenage cosplay, which is what teen dramas are now. Uh, I love it. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No, I... Um, it's actually... I might go back and rewatch Dawson's... It's also... I always never... I stayed away from it, too, because I was like, it's too white. Yeah, I mean, but they're all too white. Like, they all are too white. Like, it's really a problem. Like, it's... It's just too much. And I was like, Dawson's Creek also sounds like as if, like, a brand of couch you could get at Williams-Sonoma. Like, it's like, do you want it in Sweet Pea or Dawson's Creek? And, yeah. I would super buy it in Dawson's Creek for sure. I think that color would be, like, a a turquoise. Like, almost like... This is going to be a weird deep cut, but, like, the picture... Like, the color of the sharks that Katy Perry had next to her in that award show. Super deep cut. Super, super deep cut, yeah. I feel like that was like a nice shade of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> it's very good shade of Dawson's Creek. And like that, Um, also Dawson's Creek is like that past, the, the pastel shade of Britney Spears crop top in the Sometimes music video. Do you Oh, yes. 
blue mm-hmm. and green a little like that oh yeah, yeah yeah beautiful although the sometimes video outfit that we really stand is obviously the all white ensemble absolutely but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just bled all over that okay so- also i hope everyone at home thinks that i secretly have like a bingo card of like weird pop culture things that i can like sprinkle <laughs> i'm like you know what that like don't worry guys i'm not like on the tonight show jimmy fallon isn't like giving me like weird clues okay <laughs> I feel like you're playing a drinking game with yourself. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I would say I'm always playing a drinking game with myself. That's just what my lifestyle is. Okay, Caitlin, Dawson's Creek experience. Did you know it? Did you know people who knew it? I it was definitely popular when I was younger, but like, I just really like missed this whole genre. I feel like I did my so-called life hard, and then I just exited the genre entirely. And like, you're not alone. I mean, Brittany also like I paired you guys to do. We were gonna do a my school so-called life episode, but I was just like, I had just rewatched this episode of Dawson's, and I was like, this is moronic, and I want them to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it is a little bit like not to hate too much on Dawson's Creek, but it is a little bit of what an acting teacher would play for what not to do. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, um, or maybe not. Like, this is an example of, it's moronic. Yeah, but it's great. It's great. Yeah. Wait, so Caitlin, so you knew it was around, you watched My So-Called Life. Did you have friends that were like, of the creek or were you just like totally too cool for school i don't think i i, I was more that i lived under a rock with most uh pop culture and i still do to listening some to isis yeah i was listening to this i started listening to isis i actually like <laughs> i spent like i feel like this was really popular i don't know i was just like a weird kid like i'm so, now i'm a weird adult like so <laughs> i don't know i just like <laughs> I had like every kind of friend, so I definitely had friends who watched this kind of shit and like loved boy bands, loved teen dramas, loved boys. And I was just like, you guys are cool. I just don't like any of that. (laughs) I'm just like (laughs) truly not interested in any of it. (laughs) Okay, great. Did you have any expectations about Dawson's Creek before watching it? Like, did you have any idea what you were getting into? No. And I was so immediately confused. Like, are there's the whole episode was so sex heavy. And I was just like, is this college? Like, what is this? Like, oh, the whole show is about sex. Wait, Brittany, did you have something? No, I did too. I did too. And the, the title threw me for a loop. Like, I wasn't expecting it to be, yeah, like this, like, heavy and advanced and stuff and i was like oh my god people were having this much sex in the 90s what like but isn't the whole thing that they're not fucking they're all just thinking about fucking yeah except for jen obviously yeah Yeah. (laughs) who definitely fucks (laughs) yeah they all young adults and they're all in like clothes that don't fit their bodies they're all oversized for that was the style of the time yeah. But I feel like just the tops are oversized and the like I feel like all of the like the linings fit. Like it's like the waistline fits very nicely and like the cuffs of the arm and the neck, like everything fits besides the fabric that fills the holes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Totally- like I feel like it's like those jeans clearly fit you. Like they fit you perfectly around your waist, but then they're just baggy in weird parts of your thighs. Yeah. yeah, we were still coming back from MC Hammer wearing his pants like that. That's it. It was an in between phase for American fashion, I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, such yeah. a special phase. All right, Brittany. Which, as we like to ask, who our guests identify with in the melodramatic teen universe, so that I know how to communicate with them, so that our listeners know who the fuck they are and how to judge them and who to compare them to. Brittany, who's your who's your MTU other half? I forget her name, but the teacher, the teacher who was in the sex scandal. Right? On Dawson's Creek? Yeah. Yeah. You're Tamara. Yeah. Okay, that's me. Is Tamara in the detention episode? No. Oh, did I watch the... Yeah, yes, she is, right? She has a T name, but I don't think it's... You mean the teacher... I think she's asking oh, you about... Oh, Miss Dingle? Yes. Miss yes, Tingle. Yes, yes. Oh, God, is that really her name? Miss <laughs> Tingle is truly her name. I thought it was Dingle. I was like, Dingleberry? That's that's poor writing. Um, No. Yeah, no, it's Miss Tingle, which I... Okay, yes, because Tamara Jacobs, there is also an English teacher who is fucking Pacey in this season, but oh. we haven't gotten there yet. No, no, no. They okay. have made out because they make out in the fucking pilot because the show is nasty. But yeah, so you don't think that you're the teacher sleeping with a student. You think that you're just like a librarian watching Days of Our Lives. Absolutely, a hundred. That's like entirely my vibe. Like, and I have like a like a, like a librarian just like staring aside from the. Yeah, but I also have like a very heavy, committed masturbation routine. I would. Yeah, I was gonna say you went from like I'll fall on the dick sword to like I just 
watch Days of Our Lives and oversee detention. Like, and we're I can pretty. Care myself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah. they're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, but that's 100% my, that's 100% my vibe. Like a kinky 70 year old or like a kinky old librarian. She was probably like 40. I, I yeah. would have thought. But <laughs> we have to remember that like people just looked older in that time because like the hair and the glasses and the clothes like that they put these people in. Like, it's truly like Jen's grandmother is like in her 50s and she's set up as like, this like 90 year old like world war ii nurse with like a transatlantic accent it's like so confusing but i'm like bitch is like 54 years old she looks like a ghost from american horror story oh god that would be a crossover i'd really love to see okay all right so miss tingle yeah those of you at home that have not seen the detention episode we're gonna get into like all the nitty-gritty but like would probably be helpful to know at this point functionally it's a ripoff of the breakfast club in which the gang, so the primary gang, so Joey, Pacey, Dawson, and Jen are all in detention for various reasons with the class troublemaker, Abby Morgan, who, of course, later drowns. Spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> oh, come on. She had major okay. drowning energy. You knew she was going to drown just in this episode. Like, you fucking knew it. Obviously, she was going to get drunk and fall off a pier and drown. So... Spoilers, just so you know. Uh, and the five of them are all in detention and they have to spend all this time together and they get into all manner of like silly activities, like Xeroxing their butts and playing to their dare because they're 15. <laughs> and Miss Tingle is the teacher overseeing all of this who peels off periodically to like watch Days of Our Lives secretly and evidently masturbate. Down the hall, I was like, fucking fire her ass. She's not even, like, almost in the same building. They're in this huge library. She's, like, down the street. I'm like, what? <laughs> you didn't yeah, think they, they definitely like, gave them a lot of her to go to the bathroom. I was like, just go to the bathroom. No one is watching you. You were, Okay, at what age did having to ask to go to the bathroom stop? Or I feel like there was, like, a rock. Like, I feel like there was, like, a rock where you took, like, the bathroom rock. So that it was, like, a way of preventing multiple people from going at once. Yeah, I, I had to take, like, a wooden chunk with me. Yeah. 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 But I truly have, like, if you told me that ended in fifth grade, I would believe you. If you told me it ended, like, freshman year of college, I would also believe Like, I have no idea. I feel like as if by the time I made it to high school, it was, like, a teacher-to-teacher -teacher thing. And it was something that would, like, make you determine how much you were going to fucking hate that teacher. Like, if they were, like, the teacher you had, like, your science teacher wouldn't care, but, like, your English teacher would or something. It was, like, class-to-class -class basis a little bit. I feel like I would have shame when I was that age, to be like, can I go take a dump? I guess that's not how normal people say, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> but I know that that's what everyone knows that I'm doing. Like, I just feel like that's a mean thing to make high schoolers do. They should be able to be like, can I go smoke a cigarette in the girls' room, even though what they're going to do is drop a BM. I was very constipated in high school. Sounds like you had a good BM sketch. I didn't, but I thought a lot about BMs. Like, I thought a lot about BMs. I smoked a lot of bowls, and I thought a lot about BMs. And that was, like, pretty much... That was my brand in high school. <laughs> I haven't found the MTU character that handles that. I feel like bowls, like, smoking bowls, like, religiously, I feel like is a very, like, mid-2000s moment. Mm -hmm. It is. Also, I'm glad that people who went to high school in other places than Miami had, like, strict bathroom policies and rules and hall pass policies, because I was, like... I know Miami did because we all were like fingering each other in the bathroom and the teacher started to catch on and like doing God knows what. So I'm I was like, like, well, if they have hall passes, they'll definitely stop fingering each other. Absolutely. And it's like, are you kidding me? I'm writing on my hall pass. I need to go finger myself for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break from American history. So it's just, it's good to know. It's good to know. Miami's not that. I didn't, we didn't have hall passes, but we definitely had like asking to go to the bathroom. I think. Yeah. Yeah, wait a like, and then they wonder why is if like we're all stunted now as adult millennials, and it's like, well, but yeah. I had to take a shit. I had to like raise a peace sign and be like, I have to go number two. Like, <laughs> it might be a while. It might be a while. Or like, oh, why do you have social anxiety? You're like, well, I could trace it back to high school, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, in our school, we had to. You just silently signed out the pass. But the issue is, if two kids had to do Dookie at once, it's like you know, you're just fucking sitting there waiting for it to come back. You just have to wait. It's like we're all looking at each other, like you better not, motherfucker. <laughs> like I'm getting it when it comes back. That's so fun. Like I'm honestly surprised more people don't piss themselves in class. I also just feel like that's like child abuse to be like, you want to go to the back bathroom you can yeah <laughs> like just like nope you have to wait and in yeah. 2020 
something like this happened and a girl had to like wait one extra minute to go to the bathroom, it would make national news for why like the sexist teacher was stopping her from getting her period. Like these are the different like, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. Yeah, that's a lot. Okay, Caitlin, who in the MTU are you? I don't know if this counts. Does Daria count? Yes. Okay. Fuck yeah. Any team that's kind of melodramatic at any time. Okay, then I would I would say Daria, and I'm not always a Daria. Oh, are you Daria proper? You're not a Jane because I kind of think you're a Jane. I think I'm. I think I'm a combination of both of them. Like I really, I feel like okay. sometimes my vibe is can be very because I'm very dry a lot. Like I feel like my vibe can be Daria s at times, but I feel like the two of them like mesh together as like. You're their child. You're their offspring. Yeah. I'm okay. definitely a little bit happier than both of them, but uh, I'm just, just a little. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, to be fair, the modern day equivalent of Six Ed World is certainly listening to Isis in the Woods. Like, that is 100%. Like, that's what the 30 year old version of these women are doing is like traipsing around the woods looking for Hillary Clinton and listening to Isis. Like, that's what's happening. <laughs> love your vocab too you said drop a dookie too also, which is very in line with like- okay also drop a dookie is like a microaggression for me because my last name's duke and obviously everyone was like dookie and, oh, I was no. like, and i was like i'm not a poop you're a poop and it was very triggering but i was just gonna skate by it but i guess Brittany just wants me to relive all of my trauma no i do not not at all but it isn't it nuts to think that like when you were in high school like some shitbag that like works at the dmv now is like the reason for like 75 percent of all of our trauma like you know what i mean like it's like someone who made like a joke about your last name who you're like how did i even know like in 10 years from now you are going to regress so badly <laughs> i'm gonna see you at the dmv and you're not you're still not gonna be able to spell but you just like planting those little seeds wait, wait emily you- that means that dookie is your Oompa Loompa. Wait, what? In the, in this episode we watched of Detention, Oompa Loompa is like the insult that makes oh, him go no, fucking insane. Take it back, Caitlin, not your first fucking podcast. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Okay, well, let's fucking get into it. Dookie is not my Oompa Loompa. <laughs> I was like, who's going to be the first to drop a reference? Caitlin <laughs> <laughs> just like coming in with a hot vocab and the like focusing on the episode. <laughs> we Great. keep talking about the DMV. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, fuck the DMV. It's ruined. We're having a very professional podcast of critiquing an episode of television that came out like 24 years ago. We can ago. go over how we think these characters would act at the DMV. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's that's how we end every episode, because that's my fetish, obviously. <laughs> my fetish is just imagining what fictional characters from 25 years ago would do at the DMV. <laughs> what can I say? It's specific. It's like looning. All right. So we know who everybody is. We've got Daria and Mrs. Tingle, which is like a great duo yes i think we would hang out i think we would be yeah yeah i think they'd be best friends for sure daria like miss tingle's office would definitely be daria's like secret hang and miss tingle would be like you're so funny and she'd be like i fucking hate it here yeah exactly yeah, yeah. We'd, have, we'd have similar problems and then we'd wonder if it means that I'm I'm regressing or you're too old. You're like an old soul, but also I'm behind as Mrs. Tingle. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we yeah. meet maturity wise in the middle. Mm-hmm. Well, so Mrs. Tingle is also important. I think it's Miss Tingle as I'm thinking about it. I think she's unwed. <laughs> I think she's Obviously. an old maid. <laughs> <laughs> because Kevin Williamson, who created Dawson's Creek and the Scream franchise, also had a movie called Killing Miss Tingle. <gasps> which was like a horror movie, which I think had Katie Holmes in it. Okay, oh. well, episode two with me and Caitlin will be that. <laughs> yeah, so I, this is my new cosplay is Daria murdering Stingle. No! <laughs> and I'm just going to have you no, both wait. put on costumes and chase each other around my apartment. <laughs> I'm very down. I have the time. Let's do it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> all, right. Um, all right, let's talk about this episode. So as I said, the episode all centers around our four main people get put into detention with the instigator, Abby Morgan. Do we want to start with just why each of them are in detention? Sure. I feel like that's a good starting place. So, I mean, Caitlin, why don't you talk about Dawson's, since you know all of the Oompa Loompa. Tell about, tell about what landed Dawson Leary in detention. Dawson's best friend, Pacey, had been creating a lot of tension in the friendship because he was talking to his girlfriend, Jen, who it was annoying. Oh my God, I was you trying- got the names and everything. So prepared. <laughs> 
I took notes. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. And Daria, do you understand? I'm a dork. Okay. Yeah, no, I've got it. <laughs> I know those are just Isaac's lyrics, but okay, continue. Just me pledging my loyalty to Isis over and over again. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. Perfect. Yeah, so, so like there's an opening scene early on in the episode where Pacey is like sharing a kind of cute flirtatious laugh and Pacey's doing this with um, whispers of romance. Yes. And, uh, and they won't tell Dawson what they're laughing. Pacey won't tell Dawson what they're laughing about when he approaches. And then there's like all this tension because Pacey has um, lost his virginity and Dawson who's holding ET dolls uh, really wants to get slammed. So, <laughs> yeah, Dawson, I would say a big focus and bringing back me up on this. Like, I feel like Dawson's whole thing is just like, somebody touch my dick. Yeah. And that- like, they won't. And so he's just like dealing with that. Very, very much so. He's like, I have a creek, but I'm not getting any ass. Like, please. <laughs> There's so many creeks, but I can't get wet. Yeah. He's like, isn't this how? <laughs> he's like, isn't this how guys get laid? Like, they have cars and creeks and stuff. Like, <laughs> Oh my god! Isn't that like what every gal's looking for? Oh, yeah, I, so I like true. Profile. I'm like, don't even fucking talk to me unless you got a creek, baby. I don't know why, but I'm just thinking of like the American Pie scene, but with Dawson literally trying to fuck a creek, like through a like a glory hole in the bottom of a canoe, is what I'm envisioning. I feel like there's an like, like, I'm gonna fuck my creek. Where? Where he does like shrooms or something, and then he's like just in the creek, and people are like, "What is he doing?" And afterwards, he's like, "I made love to the creek." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Okay, wait. So Caitlin, so continue. So Dawson's all like pissy about his dick and its dryness, right? And then they're like playing basketball, and like Casey brings up this childhood wound of Dawson that like he used to be called Oompa Loompa, and then he just. Dawson decks Pacey in the pegs him in the face, which I thought Pacey had it coming to be honest. Like Pacey was just being like fucking terrible, and he like fucked up his nose. And everyone in the gymnasium runs over <laughs> to Pacey like like he's a wounded animal bleeding out, including in the all of the, the cheerleaders <laughs> in full uniform watching this weird game of one on one. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> also, why can Pacey not? cover his face when I, like it's just like that's a lot like if somebody threw a ball at me i don't think it would directly land on my nose <laughs> also his face already kind of looks like as if it's been hit with the ball a few times and then <laughs> that pissy imprint is just stuck oh my god i've never heard someone speak ill of joshua jackson's face really? in my life in my tenure <laughs> of melodramatic teen universe <laughs> Looks sad. I don't know. It looks like he has an imprint of pissiness on this his face. Not, this, is, this is not Mrs. Tingle's type. <laughs> no, okay, cool. No. Mrs. This, Tingle likes Fabio and of list. It's a, it's a very sure. short list of men, and it's not him. He doesn't tickle my tingle. No. <laughs> okay, amazing. Okay, yeah. So he throws the basketball, and then okay, so he gets to detention, and then we see that Joey is there. Brittany, do you remember why Joey was in detention? I don't. I was about to say, Caitlin, you and I are like, if we were a group project, you would bring all the objective facts and I would bring the subjective reasoning. And I think we got to tag team this one because I get confused. Sometimes I think Pacey's Joey. And then I'm like, no, wait, no, wait. (laughs) Joey's the one who married Katie Holmes later. I mean, married Tom Cruise later. (laughs) She she is Katie Holmes. (laughs) She is Katie Holmes. I So I I don't remember. Okay, Joey is short for Josephine. Hopefully this will help you. And like, in what like what girl's name do you think Pacey is short for? Patricia. No. Oh, good. <laughs> I was thinking Pacifica. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pacifico. Pacifica. Oh. She's she's a transfer. She's a transfer student from Italy. Pacifica. Great. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, I'm Caitlin. So. Do you want to do Britney's homework sure. and tell us why Joey was in detention? I got you, Miss T. I got you. I, I want to say I took notes too in a Google Doc, but I had a lot of wine when I was watching the episode, and I literally can't make out my own synopsis. <laughs> like I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> She's just writing over and over again, just drawing over Pacey's ugly face. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Oh, sorry. sorry. Joey um, also assaulted someone. <laughs> yeah. There's a There's lot, a of, lot assaults. of assaults. 
There's really not a zero tolerance policy for assault at Cape Side High. So Joey was giving a presentation, honestly, in a very seductive voice, P.S., like that whole thing. I was like, am I supposed to be turned on? I mean, I know Joey's a feminist and also should be gay. So I'm already like into. It's a big miss that Joey's straight. Yeah. I would say. So the show would be a lot better. If Joey I would was definitely be trying to date Joey in the show. Yeah. Anyway, so there was this kind of sultry, like quiet presentation going on, and this stupid bully jock in the uh in I was gonna say in the audience. <laughs> in the <laughs> you know, in the crowd. <laughs> she starts doing some crowd work in class. <laughs> yeah. And the uh one of the students like starts hitting on her and being really gross. And then he continues to objectify her when they're on the lunch line. And then she just... Well, his big thing is he keeps talking about geishas. Yes. Concubines. And he's like, I'm like the shogun. Like, I've got geishas. And she's like, fuck you. (laughs) And then she just falls ass on his face in this amazing way. (laughs) She hits him with a lunch tray, right? Yes. Well, no. Yeah, because he bullies her in class and then he cuts her in line. Yeah. And that's when she's like, Fuck this. And he's like, he's like sexually harassing her in the lunch line after he cuts her. And then he's basically like, I'll have you if I want you. And then she just decks him. Yeah. She's also like a foot taller than him, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Great. (laughs) That was the part that that I was personally turned on the most by. When Joey beats the shit out of the jock. Yeah. It's just a kink, you know? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm into that. All right. So we've got our primary two. And then we've got Jen Lindley. Who, I mean, I will take this one because it's very brief, which is basically that she was, like, fighting for euthanasia in a health class. But she's, she curses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's how. But she's all like, you should let people die. And, like, for context, you guys don't know this, but her grandfather is in a coma. Oh. She's, like, personally. Although we never hear her say that, like, she wants her grandfather to die, but I feel like she's, like, wrapped up in it. It's like, there's a moment. Whatever. Yeah. So she's living with her grandmother and her grandfather, who is in a coma, and, like, dies, like, a couple episodes later. And so she's basically like, I'm from the city, and I'm for euthanasia, and, like, you shouldn't make people live. And, like, Terry Schiavo is very topical right now, because it's the 90s, and, like, let's go. (laughs) Oh, God, Terry Schiavo was probably later than that. And then she says, life's a bitch. I think that's what she says. She's like, yeah, she goes, life's a bitch. And then the teacher goes... This is not Times Square, Miss Lindley. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. That's what Times Square. I remember watching it as a New York City child and being like, they nailed it. I just walk around Times Square being like, life's a bitch. <laughs> just like constant on loop. Like just Are you kidding? Perfect. If you hear life's a bitch in Times Square, you're, you're like, that's a good day in Times Square. <laughs> like, I would be like, is Pink performing? Like what's so like, is it me? Someone's barking people into Caroline's. Oh, got it. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Life's a bitch. Our newest comic, Life's a Bitch, is here downstairs. Life's a bitch and their puppet dog are performing downstairs. Great. (laughs) All right, so that's Jen. And then the big, like, question marks are Pacey and Abby. So, like, the whole episode, the whole gang's trying to figure out, like, why Pacey is in detention. And we don't, it's not revealed until later. Brittany, you have to remember why Pacey's in detention. Oh, you drunk bitch. <laughs> Caitlin, go for it. Casey got turned on by the cheerleaders comfort- comforting him, so he had to go take care of it, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God! <laughs> I knew! I was aroused at this part of the episode, too! You were aroused at Pacey jerking off in the bathroom after getting his nose broken and having some cheerleaders be like, we're sorry, your nose is broken. I see a man with a lot going on, and I want to, and I get turned on. He was a hot mess. I guess. <laughs> He's a hot, hot mess. It's Wait, been- you just said he was ugly. <laughs> I know, but I like that he's like, he is Before I found out that he was masturbating to like He's a symmetrical face, but the masturbating in a bathroom stall. Listen, like men don't even bother to go to the bathroom stall in 2020. So the fact it's that true. he took it to somewhere private, I was like, he's he's got more. But can I also just say, okay, so the bonkers part of this to me is that like, we don't know why he's in detention. He won't say, he won't say. And then he's like, look, like I'm not a big stud. Like I got really, the cheerleaders were being really nice to me and I got really excited and I went to the bathroom to take care of it and the PE teacher walked in on him and I was like so the PE teacher stormed in on you presumably you were in a stall which makes me think that he was in detention for masturbating I think he was doing in a urinal yeah I still don't think something doesn't track 
for like somebody getting detention. Like that's just like doesn't seem like the correct or response. He, like, shot it into the hand dryer or something. Like something doesn't. Like he came in an inappropriate place. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just feel like if a teacher walked in on a kid masturbating, the response should not be like. To detention. <laughs> yeah, I just imagine he's like front and center, one hand on the wall, one hand jerking, just being like, Ugh. and, then, <laughs> and, then and the, they're like, inappropriate. This is just like defending euthanasia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the gym teacher's like projecting, and he's like, hey, this is my thing. <laughs> the bathroom. I don't know. Hey, come on. <laughs> I must have been putting on a little rodeo show down there. Like there had to have been something. He's making some streams. I would also like to introduce an overall like 90s melodrama theme with all of these shows isn't it like nothing is sacred in the bathroom right like oh yes. like shit goes down in bathrooms in 90s dramas yes. right someone yeah. will hear something or they think she's taking a pregnancy test or whatever like yeah and mm-hmm. there's at least one episode in many of these series where like they think they're safe in the bathroom and it's like no, i feel like that was predominantly like i saved by the bell thing but maybe that's or yeah. not saved by the bell uh full house because i yeah. remember dj smoking a cigarette in the bathroom and then getting caught yeah which that's like you dumb bitch like there's smoke you know like that <laughs> one's like different but like i feel like it's a 90s thing like where it's like you think you're safe in the bathroom but you're not or yeah. something but Pacey's yeah. masturbating. In there, yeah, yeah so. he thought he was too safe in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. watch yourself. Watch yourself. Yeah. Um. All right, and then our last one is, of course, Abby Morgan. So, I mean, okay. Well, I guess before we get into Abby, so those are like the core four characters of the show. Like, what are your having never seen the show? Like, what are your impressions of these four? Like, did any of them jump? At, like, Caitlin, you want to fuck Joey? Any other? Like, yeah, I'd want to be like best friends and be in love with Joey. And uh, so funny because she sucks, but <laughs> she's pretty okay in this episode, I guess. Well, the only thing I'm seeing is this episode. So my context is just like, I mean, in the beginning, she was definitely like being way too much with Dawson, but then understanding that she's in love with him, I was like, okay. But it was still like a lot. And also, I was kind of bummed out that she was like her evaluation of like guys being great or the size of their biceps and their fast cars. I was like, no one even spoke like this during this time. Like, who wrote this? Like World War II. Uh, no, <laughs> it's the size of their creek. That's what determines who the guys are. Okay. <laughs> it's, like, it's not even the size of the creek. Just do they have a creek? It's yeah. a binary. <laughs> and that's not even a penis metaphor because he hasn't even touched his own. So listen. Like, <laughs> I like Jen. I like Jen a lot. Uh, Jen has like depth and like seems cool and like has like definitely. I think like, the two female characters have like strong personalities and I I like them a lot and I want to know more about them. The two Dawson and Casey are like insecure fucking punks and I think they're uninteresting and gross. And like both of them, I'm like, you don't even need to be here. You're just fixtures to the rest of the show. Like all you do is come on and be like, but I had sex, but I didn't have sex. <laughs> Brittany, what are your, do you agree with these general sentiments? I do. Joey's a pain in the ass, for sure. Right. Okay, good. Not, not, like, in the vibe. Jen, Jen's cool. Jen's, like, fine. I don't know if I really like her as a character, but, like, it's fun. Did she, like, what did you get? Like, we know she's, like, Miss Big Apple, as Abby Morgan calls her. Yeah. And... That's pretty much all we know about. And also that she, like, used to fuck a lot, but doesn't want to fuck Dawson because she likes him. Oh, yeah. That's, like, pretty much all we find out in this episode, I think. She has layers, is what it is. She has layers. She's definitely V-layered. It's, like, her hair. Yeah, yeah, it it is, which is so 90s, by the way. Like, Yeah, and Katie Holmes does not have layered hair. She's just, like, I'm in love with Dawson, and I shouldn't be written as a lesbian. No, I know completely. And Katie's, like, one of those girls, so I feel like as if she's, like, I don't wear makeup, I don't believe in it. And it's, like, go sit on your own face. And so, listen, I just... There's a big episode coming where her sister puts lipstick on her, and that'll... Really? So I was. Oh yeah, it's a big moment. Okay, it's a big enough moment that the sister puts lipstick on her. Oh, the sister puts lipstick her on on her in the pilot, actually, and then she does it again right before her high school graduation. It's like, oh Oh my god, (laughs) the lipstick's back. I'm so glad I've devoted hundreds of hours to this show. (laughs) And Pacey, I feel like as if his his voice doesn't match his face. Something is disjointed about his personality (laughs) and like his face that messes me up. Dawson, typically attractive, but I was like, I'm not good enough for him. Like, I'm not wholesome enough for him. Like, I would have sex with him, but I don't know. Sorry. No. no. Interesting. I truly 
can't think of a less sexual being than Dawson Leary. Yes. I know, I know, but like he's pretty. No, it's okay. It's okay. I actually saw James Vanderbeek post it. I think you just think James Vanderbeek is pretty. Probably. And you're conflating it. Probably. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the big takeaways of the episode. So basically, it's a Breakfast Club ripoff. So it's like, obviously, we're going to like find out all these things. So it's the first episode where obviously a big plot driver is that Joey's in love with Dawson. It's the first episode where like Joey functionally admits it ish. I mean, mm-hmm. how did you guys perceive that having no context of like what was happening up to this point? I picked up on it, but I had no, yeah, like I had no idea up until then, like how many hints were dropped or how obvious it was in the storyline. But also in that scene, Joey starts crying and is like, I have so many feelings and I can't tell you, Dawson. And everybody fucking knows what she's talking about. And Dawson's like, what? And like, (laughs) doesn't, he never admits that he is aware of this fact. Like truly, like he's like weird. Joey won't tell me one of her feelings. Like maybe she has an eating disorder. Like I don't know what's yeah, going on. Like I thought that too. I was fucking like, bizarre. Her feelings are like she's sleepy and confused. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's what he thinks. Women are weird. <laughs> Women are weird. She's probably on her period. Is that what you call it? I think like, <laughs> Dawson is just like a like not he looks like one of those ugly designer dogs with no personality, like just like one of those like little white dogs with black beady eyes. And like, because it was raised and bred like in a, in like a fucked up animal breeding facility. It's like not that intelligent. I don't know. He's just like such a waste to me. I hate him. <laughs> like he doesn't even make it to the Westminster dog show. Cause no. he can't walk a straight line. Like, no. <laughs> like dog fail. He like, needs to be put down. <laughs> Yeah, I also feel like as if if you went to any like Dollar Street, Dollar Tree or Kmart, like you would see a million blonde men, and you'd be like Dawson, like in like photo frame, like like stock photos. You'd be like, is that him? And you're like, no, yeah, yeah. Like but I will yeah, say, for sure. James Vanderbeek in later years can get it. Maybe that's why I feel this way because I started following him on Instagram after this. All right. Yeah, James Vanderbeek like can definitely get it like as a grown ass man, but like as a boy, it was like now I have to look while you guys are talking. Well, because he was in uh, the apartment 23, whatever. Don't talk to the bee in apartment 23. And he was good in that. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's got his moments. Wait, is, am I wrong in this? Isn't, like, doesn't, like, Pacey have, like, a little bit of, like, an Italian, like, a, there's, like, a little church church in his accent, right? There's a little something there. Not, like, it's not, it's not super I pop. mean, you would know better than I. <laughs> I know. Well, that's, that I was thinking about that the whole episode. And I was, like, an Italian mother would not let her son out of the house with that fucking haircut. That's all I was <laughs> thinking about. But I was, like, it's not Italian, but he sounds, like, a little, like. Something's and- happening. Something's well, so, so the- Joshua Jackson originally auditioned to play Dawson, which would have been terrible. No way in hell. Yeah. <laughs> would have been, like, <laughs> truly fucking awful. No way in hell. Okay, all right, so we're in the episode, and then the big, okay, so we've got our four, we know why they're in detention, we know, like, generally who the fuck they are, and then the big, like, wrench in the plan that makes it special is that Abby Morgan comes to town, we've never met her before this episode, y'all's first impressions are the audience's first impressions, we're meeting her in media res, so she starts off by basically saying, like, oh, I'm in detention, because what does she say? She says, have you ever heard of a drug called ecstasy? And they're all like, yeah. And she's like, have you ever heard of an orgy? <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the trailer for this episode should be those two moments and then Jen being like, life's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like a dare commercial or something. <laughs> yeah. So Abby claims that she had an ecstasy-fueled orgy in the boys' locker room and that that again, it's like the variants, I get the Dals- Dawson and Joey both assaulted people, so, like, they have similar crimes, but again, the masturbating and the saying life's a bitch, like, feel like not the same no. tears, or just, like, different directions. No, depending on why they got into detention depends on who I'd hang out with first, and quite frankly, if it, the Abby's reason is pretty badass, or her reason is pretty... Her quote-unquote reason. Quote-unquote reason <laughs> is pretty... I'd be like, well, you and I could detention together whenever you want. But yeah. they're truly, like, is there any world in which they're like, oh, you hadn't ecstasy fueled orgy and now you got detention like sam because i said life's a bitch in class like, <laughs> i feel like there needs to be a sex crimes unit in this school like <laughs> like we have two sexual offenders in the group and they need to be separated from the rest <laughs> yeah i think pacey and abby should have a second and like the assaults people and then jen should just be in like 
I mean, I feel like if she's just like defending euthanasia and like saying life's a bitch, they need to put her in like the handmaid's tale. <laughs> like, I just feel like she's just like has opinions and it's too much. It also feels like any adult one night spent in jail, like any friends that I have that were like arrested for like public indecency or being drunk or whatever, are like I'm there because I got too drunk in public when I'm sitting next to someone who's like, I maybe murdered someone. It's like the same. <laughs> <laughs> or like when I went to get my restraining order, like one girl was like, I want to kill my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend. So I'm going to get a restraining order against her. And I was like, oh, that's not me. My boyfriend sucked and was super abusive <laughs> for three years. So I was like, we're, we're we're here for different reasons. We're in a but di- the sa- different side, same coin. <laughs> exactly. We just flipped a little switch of our life experience. Right. And this is where so I am. Those are different, but I am you and you are me. For sure. <laughs> for sure. That yeah. is the nature of humanity. Right. Yeah. So Abby Morgan comes to town. She says she had an ecstasy field orgy. Everybody fucking hates her. You can see already. Like, so I will tell you guys, like, later Abby and Jen become friends. They, like, become, like, a duo because Jen, after her grandfather dies, becomes, like, a bad girl again and starts, like, drinking and fucking and, like, doing weird shit. How dare And so they become really good friends. Does she fuck Dawson? Okay, so she doesn't... This is also the section where I want you guys to just ask me what the fuck happens because I can tell you and truly it's bonkers. She does not fuck Dawson in high school. She dumps him pretty shortly after that detention episode and then he dates Joey but then they break up like very shortly thereafter and Joey dates Pacey for like a year and a half. What? They're like really serious. Pacey and Joey end up together. That's, That's like, fucking wait. weird. No, it <laughs> makes all the sense in the world. Wait, how does that make sense to you? <laughs> I don't know, but it does. <laughs> but also I've, I've only ever had very failed relationships. So don't go by my barometer whatsoever. Like don't go. But like in my head, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. I don't know, so, right? this is all the fucking pairs is basically... Okay, so Jen... Let's go by Jen. Jen dates Dawson, breaks up with him because her ex-boyfriend comes to town, and then... And she's just like, I just don't want a boyfriend, whatever, and then tries to get him back at Abby's behest once he gets with Joey and basically tries to destroy his relationship with Joey by, like, throwing herself at him. And it doesn't go well. Then... She fucks this really cute young kid played by Michael Pitt for a while. And she becomes head cheerleader. Jen. Okay. And then she goes to college. Anyway, she ends up fucking Dawson. Like, he loses her virginity their, like, freshman year of college. They, like, go to a film festival, which obviously Dawson was selected to be in the film festival at 18 years old. Like, not... That's how sure. I had sex yet energy, for sure. Yeah, he's the primary, like, winner of a film festival. And so he brings there her and like, they oh. end up fucking. And then they yeah. date for, like, two episodes and they're like, this is weird. I don't like it. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. So, yes, technically Dawson does lose his virginity to Jen, but not until season five. I have a bigger oh. question. And I want to yeah. prove this. If Abby Morgan's theory about the ecstasy-filled orgy is true, what is the likelihood that Miss Tang okay. was there? This okay, but my- also, I love how you said the if the theory about ecstasy-filled orgy. Like, it's not a theory. It was a lie. <laughs> like, it wasn't oh, like, well, she wasn't, like, debating that they existed in concept. <laughs> I'm saying, do we think Miss Tingle was there and it's just a hidden secret of the show? I mean, I hope I not hope because not. that's super a sex crime. <laughs> it's a, like, that's yeah, like a I big sex crime. <laughs> I just feel like Miss Tingle's younger than we think and just wild. But I still don't think she should be fucking 15 year old. <laughs> Not at all. Absolutely. But I also don't also, think Aren't you Miss Tingle? I am Miss Tingle, theoretically, though. Only for the purposes of this podcast. But listen. Oh, also, no. I'm going to call you that for truly the rest of your life. That's okay. That's fine. Just call me. I'm going to say that the next time I fuck a guy. I'm going to be like, please call me Miss Tingle. And I'm going to see if he gets Oh, my God. Do you know, this is going to fuck me up with WAP, too, because of the whole, like, I want you to touch that little dangly thing that hit in the back of my throat. Like, I'm going to be like that little tingly thing in the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to picture Mrs. Tingle back there being like, mm, I love it. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the little people living in the mouse- mouth in New York City, but I have a little small suburban English teacher living... In the back of my throat, catching lucky dicks. You. Honestly, lucky you. <laughs> okay, great. I have no idea what the fuck we were talking about. Neither do I. I was just like hypothetical. Oh, Pacey. Pacey and Joey. So they get together. What the fuck were we talking about before that? Oh, Abby and Jen become really good friends. And I feel like you can see the spark of like, Abby clearly wants to be friends with Jen. 
Did you guys get that vibe? A little. Yeah. She calls her Miss Big Apple, and it's my favorite moment. Because <laughs> it's just so cunty, and I don't know why people don't say that to me to be cunty more often. Miss Big Apple. Being like, okay, Miss Big Apple. <laughs> so fucking bitchy. <laughs> That's what I want all my hometown friends to call me whenever I come back into town. Okay, Miss Big Apple. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so good. So good. Okay, and then Abby basically starts all method of chaos, which I think they fight about their reasons for detention, and then they start playing truth or dare. That's like the big thing. And I think, Caitlin, having done all the homework, you'll definitely know, I think the first dare is that Abby dares Pacey and Jen to kiss? Yes. Okay. And Dawson is very upset. Yes. Because also, Pacey is a this like okay, I played truth or dare where there's kissing. No there everyone was so romantically fucking embracing and touch like going for the face before you kiss. I'm like, guys, this is like you're, it was so <laughs> yeah. dramatic. I was like, what is this? No one even kisses like this in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a get it done kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. They immediately yeah. both both the makeout dares. They were like one went the second one went for the face hold before they even touched lips. Well, that was Dawson and Joey because that was like their best friends. It's very romantic. Oh my god! And the first one, Pacey put his hand on the small of her back immediately. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> you're like, you do I mean, Pacey gets shit done. Like, you do masturbate in bathrooms. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that is your vibe. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Jen Pacey kiss was good, but then it leads to Joey being like, Jen, like, do you, like, do you want Dawson? <laughs> like, okay, do you guys remember this moment? Yeah, there was tension between them in the episode. They, like, and, like, they address it. Like, they, right? But they're all like, Jen, do you want, do you want him? Like, do you want him? And it's like, they're 15. Like, what? Like, truly, and she's like, of course, I lust for Dawson. <laughs> she truly says the sentence, I lust for Dawson and I was like, like going to kill myself like I can't I can't watch a 15 year old Michelle Williams say that she lusts for Dawson like I just can't yeah, I didn't have that vocabulary at 15 like whatsoever yeah that's like less 90s and all of a sudden it became like a renaissance love affair like it's like well, the whole thing with Joey was trying to prove that like Jen is just with Dawson because he's the nice guy and they're not actually like in it to in win love. it yeah 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 but like Joey loves him ish mm-hmm. i guess and then somebody's like oh i think it's fucking pacey dares dawson and joey to kiss right yeah. yes yeah 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 fucked up fucked up that's what i mean pacey was being such a fucking snake through this whole he's thing. a shit star he's, he's definitely a shit star yeah he's a, yeah, as a, yeah you're like yeah he does deserve to get hit in the face with a couple yeah. of for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the best part is after they play like, do their dare, Dawson's like, let's take a break. Let's go Xerox our butts and have like a weird breakfast club montage. And then they end up going back to play basketball, Dawson and Pacey, because they never like found out who won. And it's truly the worst basketball I've ever seen. And ever. They, yeah, they, it's two white men with small penises. And they play <laughs> this like intense, like. Joshua Jackson has a huge dick and it's well noted. So I careful. Know. Really? Yeah, and there's a whole episode about his dick, so I I shan't get into it again because our fans have already heard my theory. So Joey this. refers to penises in the first scene as a joystick. <laughs> <laughs> what are they talking about in the first scene? Oh, it's just that like Dawson's like Jen won't touch my joystick. Yeah, Je- they like have a weird fight while they're watching some movie, and they're like laying in bed together as you know, to- <laughs> as friends, as two te- as friends teen do. friends do. <laughs> It was like when I when the whole thing started, I'm like, are they in college and together? Like, what is what is happening? <laughs> the flannel sheets feel pretty college to me, actually. Oh, the whole vibe. I was just like, what is this show? Like, I, I, was I like, truly went into it not year old boy has been giving too much autonomy about the decoration of his room. Like, I feel like 15 year old boys, like their parents just like decided what was in it. And he like yeah. clearly had a lot of say. <laughs> They don't seem, yeah, like, I feel like this goes without saying, but they definitely seem, like, older than 15. Yeah. Right? Yeah, oh and, God. like, the drama that they're dealing with is, like, older than 15. Oh, God, but the feeling of, like, loving someone, I mean, I will say, Katie Holmes does a pretty decent job of expressing that, like, I'm in love with my best friend, like, feeling. Like, I do, I buy into it. Like, I'm, like, I, it's bullshit. Like, I recognize that it's bullshit, but I believe that the character believes it's real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
She commits. Like, did the acting performances get you? No, personally. <laughs> oh, right. Brittany was saying it's bad. Act- okay, it here we go. It is kind of bad acting. It uh, is. Or maybe- don't, don't weigh down to kind of bad acting. You told me it was an example of bad acting that they would teach in schools. So I think so. Go yeah. off, Miss Subjective, whatever the fuck you said. <laughs> it is. The only thing I will go back on is all the shit talking I did about uh, Pacey. Because if he's packing heat, then I just want to retract all of those statements. But no, I will still commit to the bad acting thing. It just feels very yeah but like who and why and how like it's a podcast bitch like go off (laughs) i felt like it was joey in that moment too like i don't think it's like believable like it's just very i feel like like, don't you ever think that 15 year olds act like behave as if they're acting like they behave as if the way they think that it would look good in a teen drop you know what i mean like i feel like everything i said and everything i felt like every letter i wrote every fucking diary entry i wrote as if like fucking like Kevin Williamson was in the corner with a camcorder. Like, I just studio was like, audience. I want them all to feel how I feel. Yeah, like a studio audience is like watching you and rooting for you. And you're like, yeah, like a show. Although maybe that's just narcissist comedians. Yeah, that too. Yeah, that's a, that's where it probably begins. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I just don't, it's, it's a little too uh, expressive. I don't know what it is. It doesn't do it for me. Okay, so you think the worst offender was Katie Holmes? I think so. Caitlin? Wait, I thought we were talking, what was the question now? We're talking acting. Yeah, I also- Were you just deep in James Vanderbeek photos? No, I I, I would just thought I got off track for a second. So I think like, was very on the nose, but that's also the, I feel like that was the style of acting at the time. Like there wasn't any TV shows, I feel like, or even movies at the time. I feel like everything was just so like hammed up and now it's cool to have acting be understated. But I feel like in the 90s, everything was like, such a hard trope yeah yeah so it's bad but i also felt i feel like in the context of time, i'm like yeah this is like everything was too much <laughs> yeah, and audiences were like less jaded too so they can appreciate the like yeah. <gasps> <laughs> are there any other like key moments that stuck out to you that we haven't covered that you were like what the literal fuck is happening here? i was confused in the beginning when joey was like describing some new york woman with like She's like, it's not some blonde with bony arms and big boobs and uh, from New York or something. And I was like, and then clearly it's Jen. But also, like, I kept being like, but no one in the show has really big boobs. (laughs) (laughs) So your issue was that a 15-year-old thought another 15-year-old's boobs were too big. (laughs) Was misrepresenting the tit size. a couple more years you're 15 like exactly. yeah, you've got some time you've got some yeah. time although calling jen bony armed is just i like that like i'm into that like warped 90s beauty standards like in the 90s men loved women with big tits and bony arms <laughs> so <laughs> I have intense memory okay so my best friend in high school when she went to call we went to the same college but she showed me pictures of her roommate And I had, like, just gotten over my eating disorder and, like, so was, like, a normal size. But I, like, had previously been very skinny. And the roommate was super skinny, who I'm now super tight with, P.S. And literally, she shows me the picture of this girl who's, like, blonde from Texas and, like, beautiful. And I literally am, like, skinny arm bitch. (laughs) And I'm, like, maybe I got that from Nelson's Creek. I was, like, you cannot be friends with this skinny arm bitch. I was, like, fuck that because she had like a profile picture on facebook where she was doing like the sorority pose but like by herself up against a tree because like it was texas <laughs> <laughs> or is it like yeah. a call like miss big apple energy is it like were they actually thinking of like carrie from sex in the city because i don't know i hear new blonde <laughs> bony arms and a decent rack and i'm like maybe it's like i don't know yeah throw a fucking tutu on that bitch like yeah. let's go <laughs> yeah give her a column already come on <laughs> Yeah, I want to see Jen Lindley's column exclusively about euthanasia in the Cape Side High Times. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Life's a Bitch. Yeah. It's called Life's a Bitch with Jen Lindley. <laughs> she does in college get a radio show, which I feel like that that really tracks with the Life's a Bitch column. It totally does. Wait, Life's I have a question. Life's a Bitch, help me die. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brett, what's your question? I have a question as a non-Dawson's watcher. So... Down the line, you said Jen and Abby become friends. Not surprising, right? But then she drowns. 
Jen's there. Oh, okay. Well, really well, fucks oh, Jen up. Question. <laughs> for the time being, does Joey have any reaction to this newfound friendship? Is it like a big story arc or is it like they just end up staying in touch? This Jen is- and Abby? Yes. That's what I Does yeah. Joey have a problem with it or Dawson or Paisley? Does anyone Joey and Jen like aren't friends because they're in love with the same guy? Okay. Does anyone have a problem with it? Because I feel like Abby's like a controversial. It's after Jen dumps Dawson and Dawson starts dating Joey. And so Jen is kind of pushed to the edges. And that's kind of why she becomes friends with Abby. Gotcha. Because she's all like, I'm not a part of the core group anymore. And Abby really like capitalizes on that and is like, they're never going to view you as like one of them. They're like these weird fucking like incels that have been sleeping in each other's beds since they were nine years old. Like, stop like she's trying to be a she's part of this wrong. clique. Like, not wrong. Definitely. Even just the name Abby, Abby Morgan is cunt. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And she like steals. And like, of course it's like we need a character to steal. Like, it's a teen drama. Like, steal a bracelet. You know what I mean? Like, it is shoplifted from Eclairs. Like, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty easy. I will say Abby Morgan has some pretty bonkers shit going on later. Namely, that we realize that she has like a very happy, well-adjusted family. But it's just kind of like, but it's so boring. So that's why I'm a cunt. <laughs> like, that's yeah. not. And it's like, that's her trauma is that her parents are like really nice to her. And she's like, it's so boring. I just want to be interesting. And she's I'm like, be girl, you are straight up mentally ill. Like, yeah. this is real bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then her and Jen crash a wedding, which Joey's imprisoned father is catering. He got he gets out of prison right before he caters this wedding, like two days before he caters this wedding. And they crash it and get wasted and then sit on a pier and then Abby falls, hits her head and falls off the pier. Amongst the things that I wouldn't think you would do in your first few days out of getting out of prison is cater a wedding. wedding. But listen, it's the 90s and anything was fucking. I mean, Joey is unhappy with the decision. She does not think he's prepared. For real life or for catering? For catering. Yeah. No, she, it's like, yeah. everyone's going to be really judgmental when the catering doesn't go well. And like, <laughs> he's in jail for drug trafficking in their small town. And she's like, we just can't handle how it'll look if the catering goes badly. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's going to be handing pigs in a blanket to strangers? <laughs> no! <laughs> From prison to heat lamps, what a journey. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey, yeah. Okay, any other last scenes that jump out? And then I'm going to ask the seminal question. I loved when Abby, when there's like the epic like showdown of like the two dum-dums playing basketball against each other in the end. But Abby goes, my dog plays better than you do. And I was like, is your dog Airbot? Like, how does your dog play basketball literally at all? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> She says it, of course, in her like cunty ass way that she's saying everything in the episode. I'm just like, you don't even make sense. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mary fuck killed Jen, Joey, Abby, Morgan. <gasps> Mary, Jen. That's a good call. Are you going through them all, Brittany? I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm just, yeah. If it, I would marry Jen, fuck Abby, and kill Joey. Same. Yeah. Great. Kaylin's in love with Joey Potter, so I would. I think I would actually marry Jen, fuck Joey, kill Pacey. Abby Morgan. Pacey's not involved. <laughs> Abby, I'm sorry. Uh, I think I fucked up the names. Uh, did I? I Pacifica, the foreign exchange student. <laughs> Pacifica and Josephine. We're going to say you'd kill Abby Morgan because you think her dog is Airbud and you want to steal him. <laughs> so the seminal question. And I'll start with Brittany. Would you watch Dawson's Creek again? Yeah. And do you, like, are you into it? Yeah, I am. Yes, <laughs> I would still probably finish another bottle of wine I got through an episode, but yes, I would. Yeah. I would okay. watch key episodes. I want to see Abby drowns, right? I want to see Abby drown. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. I, I, can, def- I can create a playlist for you. <laughs> yeah, I just want to see the, sh- the bullshit. I want to <laughs> see it all fall apart is what I want. You can see Joey leave Dawson to run away on a boat with Pacey. That's a big moment. I absolutely have to see that. I have to see when does Jen's, Jen gets back with her ex-boyfriend or something. And then Her ex-boyfriend comes and that's when she dates Dawson or okay. dumps Dawson. Wanna, I want to see that. Her ex-boyfriend from New York comes and stays at Dawson's house. Because he drives from New York City as a 15-year-old to get Jen back and has nowhere to stay. And Jen's like, he's my friend. And the whole thing is like, he's not really 
The ex-boyfriend thing is also he's the reason that she got kicked out of New York City because her father walked in on them fucking in his bed. How dare they? Yes. And so oh. she he was like, off to Cape Side. And so the boyfriend shows up and she's like, I'm different now. I don't do ecstasy. Like, leave me alone. But then asks Dawson if this guy can sleep at his house. Because he's like, she's like, your parents are cool. And like, my grandmother really wouldn't be cool with him staying with me. But like, he needs to stay somewhere. This is fucking nuts. I feel like if they were all parents now, they would tell their 15 year old kids. They'd be like, you're spending too much time on TikTok. When I was your age, I drove from New York City. I did ecstasy. (laughs) (laughs) All these things. Get off your phone. Well, I will also say, did either of you watch Center Stage? No. Okay, that's a huge fuck up. And like, you, that just needs to be corrected. Like, I just don't like. Julia Styles is in that. Am I right about? No, that? that's Save the Last Dance. Excuse me. Okay, listen, there's too many. Okay, there's too many. Save the Last Dance is also fucking incredible. Like, truly fucking incredible. <laughs> but center stage is where like a ballerina goes to ABT or yeah, American Ballet Company, whatever school, yeah. whatever she goes, and one of her bulimic friends. Her boyfriend is played by Jen's ex-boyfriend. This would be much more interesting to you if you had seen Center Stage or gave a shit about Dawson's Creek. So. <laughs> we're we're going to get caught up. We're gonna but it's the up. same actor. <laughs> and he's like a really nice guy in Center Stage who like helps this bitch with her bulimia. And it's like just, really sweet. I envision him having a conversation with his agent where he's like, I need to try something different. <laughs> He was like, I've been the bad boy. I'm sick of it. It's not me. Let me fix some bulimia in, like, you know, ballet. Let's do this. Put me in something highbrow and artistic. (laughs) Um, All right, Caitlin, would you watch? I think I want to watch not full episodes, but YouTube highlights of all this dramatic nonsense that you've been referencing. Because, like, I just want to see, like, these epic moments. They're really special. Yeah. You know enough about the characters now that we could probably plop you into any episode and it would be fine. The only other like key, key character I would argue that you haven't met is Jack and Andy and Audrey. I don't know. Just watch the whole series. (laughs) Just fucking do it. (laughs) What the fuck else is anybody doing? (laughs) All right, Caitlin, what do you want to plug? I'm still alive (laughs) during the pandemic. This is not a simulation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on an album called uh, Best of helium comedy uh, records and uh with a bunch of other artists that's actually for sale right now so yeah i have a track on that it's my first uh my first track on an album oh dope congrats Brittany. what are you plugging these days i am performing in wherever i can in new york and miami i have a rooftop show in new york on fridays in bushwick at the tiny cupboard and this probably won't come out for a while Okay. Just a heads up. I'll probably have it for a while, but we'll see. Okay, good. <laughs> it's like if you're moving to Miami full time, we might miss the boat on that. I don't know where I'll be, truthfully. <laughs> I, I want someone to decide for me, truthfully. Um, and I run, <laughs> I run a virtual show called Improvised Tarot through the tiny cupboard that is going to continue, and it's online and it's every two weeks where comedians bullshit. And I will actually be able to do one. Soon, yeah, I promise. I put you on. It's so fun. Comics bullshit tarot readings for strangers. It's what could go wrong. It's gonna be amazing. amazing but i also read tarot so it's gonna be weird yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you're gonna t- but i'm gonna be weird about it <laughs> yeah 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 no it's just scale back on your knowledge and just ruin the audience's life and then that's like the win that's like what that's we the plan. i mean that's generally what i do anyway exactly <laughs> all right guys well that is all we have time for this has been melodramatic teen universe thank you so much to my incredible guests for joining us you can follow us oh wait guys what are your social channels plug them socias uh, I'm at the Caitlin Reese um, on all all the all the things. <laughs> Amazon, iTunes. Yes, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good on Yelp. I'm really. Good <laughs> That's where I do my best work. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a uh, white woman who goes to restaurants. I'm incredible on Yelp. I leave great reviews. <laughs> um, Brittany, what's your social? Um, Brittany Brave on everything. B r i t t a n y, and I think like Brit Brave on Twitter. So, yeah. Okay. Amazing. Yeah. Well, this is Emily Duke. Uh, you can follow MTU at MTU Podcast. Uh, follow me at Emily Duke. Ha You can see us here every week. And have a great day, y'all. Go watch some Dawson's. <laughs> Woo! Woo!